0: Thanks for listening to the Project Login Podcast. The Project Login Podcast features Mainers working in technology jobs across the state. It's meant to be a career exploration tool and follows an informational interview format. Folks from across Maine will be featured, from CIOs to software developers, business analysts, and everything else. Um, Our goals are to expose listeners to various technology jobs at Maine companies by people who do the work and raise awareness of education and training pathways into those careers as well as raise aspirations of young Mainers to pursue high-wage, in-demand tech careers. Today's guest is Josh Karstens from CGI. Hi, Josh. How are you doing? Good. Thanks for joining us today. I just told you where he works, but maybe you could tell me what your (laughs) role is at CGI.
1: Yes, so I do work at CGI, uh, and a lot of people may not know, but CGI is one of the world's largest IT and business consulting firms. Uh, We are located in over 45 countries with roughly 80,000 members uh, worldwide. Uh, And within the U.S., we have about 20,000 members supporting our uh, U.S. commercial state and local government and also our federal sector. And within the U.S., we have what we call onshore centers that support our clients throughout the U.S. And we have one of these located in Waterville. So my role is I'm the director of the Waterville Onshore Center and I'm responsible for center operations, uh, business development and member management.
0: It's awesome. I love that we have CGI right in central Maine. How did you get to where you are? How did you get, what was your career pathway like?
1: Well, that's, a, <laughs> that's an interesting journey. So um, I actually served 20 years in the United States Air Force. I went into the US Air Force right out of high school after I graduated. And most of the fields I was in uh, is in what we called then communications and information management, uh, which is what now you would typically refer to as IT. In uh, January of 2012, I retired from the U.S. Air Force after 20 years at a ripe old age of 38. And from there, I worked as a contractor for the Department of Defense as a project manager. Uh, So now, how did I get from the Washington, D.C. area where I retired to Maine? Why would I come to Maine? So... I get that question a lot actually. Uh, My spouse is from Fairfield, Maine and she wanted to be closer to her family with our kids. So we decided to move uh, to Maine in 2013. And over the first uh, five and a half years, uh, I spent working for the Office of Information Technology for the state of Maine. I started off as a project manager uh, and from there I was promoted to program manager and then to director of the project management office. And so, in 2018, this wonderful opportunity with CGI presented itself, uh, and I thought it would be a great uh, next step in my career, uh, and fortunately, I, I was selected for the position.
0: And you guys have been a great partner to Project Login over those, the time that you've been there. I wonder, you talked about your military career. Did you also have, go to college or have any special training?
1: I did. I didn't do the traditional four-year school, you know, after high school. Like I said, I, I kind of went a different route with that. Uh, but I took uh, college throughout my military career and, and post-military career. So I have received a bachelor's in uh, managing of information systems. I also have a master's and an MBA uh, with concentration in project management. So many, many long evenings uh, studying and, and doing school. Yes.
0: So beyond the degrees and your sort of concentration, did you end up getting any credentials or short-term certifications? You know how we value them sometimes for certain roles. I'm curious if you have any.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, certifications and credentials just really solidify that, that you earned a level of knowledge about, you know, the field that you're looking at. So, you know, within project management, obviously the, the project management professional is pretty key. And now that that field has kind of morphed a bit to more of agile methodology, uh, you're starting to see more agile scrum professionals and scaled agile certifications, which I have as well. So uh, you know, I think those have helped me out in my career uh, in, uh, within project management.
0: I'm curious about what a typical day or week might like look like for you. <laughs>
1: Very good question. Uh, and not easy to answer. You know, it's, it's always something uh, different, but it, uh, you know, revolves around making sure our, our center members have the tools, any autonomy that they need, basically to, to do their job the best way they can. And to support the projects that we have ongoing and also supporting our uh, opportunity pursuit teams who are bringing in those new business with our clients, uh, client partners. Uh, and that includes, you know, supporting them with their client development plans, uh, responding to requests for proposals, uh, and even supporting establishing the project teams that will support the client, whether that's recruiting, interview, and onboarding of those teams. So I, I pretty much kind of have my hand in a lot of different things, and, and even including with the daily center operations, just with some of just the different, different logistical stuff that go on with, with uh, uh, running a team out of a building. <laughs>
0: Yes, exactly. So so no day is alike. No two days are alike.
1: No, and I think that's what makes it exciting, really, uh, because if you think about it, you know, I get to dabble into a lot of different areas I probably wouldn't normally do if I just say we're in, in project management. I'm, I'm supporting a lot of different teams uh, with a lot of different skill sets, so I think that's what's good for me is, it's, you know, I learn every day by talking to a lot of the members that we have and that have these different skills I don't think I'll ever be as the expert as they are, but some of that expertise kind of rubs off a bit and I'm able to learn a lot from them. And that supports me, you know, in my career as well. So it's kind of almost a give and take, you know, we help support them and their career growth. And, and, and in turn, they're actually, they may not know it, but they're actually supporting mine as well, because I, I look at it as a great learning opportunity to see what everyone is doing on their project uh, and, and just some of the expertise that they're bringing to
0: it. Yeah. That's very cool. I mm-hmm. wondered about the clients. You mentioned a little bit about how sometimes they could be municipalities or something like that. You don't have to name names, but maybe give us right. an idea of who or how large the clients are or what the projects might be like. Uh,
1: yeah, so within within CGI, um, if you well, if you look take our Waterville Center, um, I would say we're if we support a lot of the different industry sectors. So if the industry sectors are the verticals, you know, we're the horizontal. We're just going to support a lot of the clients across many different industries. Uh, for example, we have a, we support a large financial services client, uh, you know, uh, based out of the East Coast, and that's in our financial services sector. But we also support uh, the public sector, which some of the state uh, state work that we do. Uh, So we kind of run the gamut on the different clients. And again, that's what makes uh, the job, I think, uh, very interesting is because you get to learn, you know, a little bit about a lot of these different industries. Uh, One of the areas that we're seeing a lot of growth in right now is the health and life science industry. So, you know, that's exciting as well. So we're not only looking for those, you know, people with those IT specialties, uh, but we're also looking for many people with the different uh, industry experiences as well.
0: Yeah, cool. I, I know that you've worked with some nonprofits too, because that's one of the clients that I heard about, I think a couple of years ago, you had worked on some projects. So that's kind of interesting.
1: Yeah, we do. We do some um, nonprofit pro bono work and that's across all CGI. You know, CGI is very big in, you know, community social responsibility. Uh, so we do support a, a lot of uh, nonprofit organizations in doing some pro bono work. When we, have, when we have members that are not assigned to a project, they're in between uh, projects, uh, we, you know, we want to utilize them, their skills and expertise in, in, a, in a good way. Whether that's internal projects that we may have within CGI, or uh, most likely it would be some supporting our communities, you know, whether that's, you know, supporting some uh, mobile applications for them, you, you know, you name it. We try to get involved in a lot of different areas within the community
0: community service is big for a lot of companies like CGI.
1: It is, you know, we have a, again, we have a social responsibility. Uh, obviously, you know, our, one of our main priorities is to grow uh, the company and that means grow the center as well. And what that means for the community is providing, uh, you know, some, some really good employment opportunities in the IT field. And typically, uh, you know, in the IT field, there the, the, you know, the salaries could be a little bit, a little bit higher. So that's good. We're, so we're trying to, we're trying to bring new job growth to the local community, but it, it extends more than that. You know, we want to be good partners with the community, uh, whether that's, you know, a lot of it, you know, we do a lot of volunteer work as well within a local community too. And, and, you know, we just, we need to be good neighbors, if you will, within our community.
0: What do you like best about your job?
1: Hmm, good question. Again, a lot of good questions. So, um, I will say our people, our customer satisfaction, and what I just mentioned as well, our support from the, for the community. You know, we want a working environment that is conducive to supporting our members, uh, and that includes how they are able to perform their daily responsibilities, but also supporting their skills and career growth. We want to be able to provide our members with opportunities to learn new skills um, and, and you know, give them a path for career progression. Uh, so really working with our members, it, it's, it's really great. Uh, I get a lot of satisfaction out of that when I see them doing very well. You know? And one of the other things, too, an effect of that is really uh, the client satisfaction that comes after that. So when our members are happy doing the work or satisfied with the work that they're performing, they're typically going to perform better. Uh, and that typically means uh, more client satisfaction. The client satisfaction is much higher. And that will drive repeat business and even some new business as well. And we also mentioned our investment in the communities. Uh, you know, we, we, besides volunteer work, we try to sponsor some certain events uh, within the local community as well. We also routinely host STEM events, uh, which I think is very important in in helping you know um, young high school students or middle grade students understand you know what what benefits you know a career in STEM can be and what you know what STEM actually is. Um, and we also partner with a lot of local schools, colleges, and universities to promote uh, careers in IT. So all that really, I, I think, is, uh, is some of the things that I like best about uh, working at the CGI Waterville Center.
0: I think my favorite uh, STEM activity was at Tech Night when yes. CGI folks did a Raspberry Pi Tech Jam with a bunch of middle schoolers. That was pretty cool.
1: Yes, it was very interesting. I saw a lot of smiles on the face. And uh, I can tell you what, a lot of the young students that were there, well, I, I couldn't keep up with them and what they were doing with those raspberry pies. So it was very, very fun to see.
0: A future workforce.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> I actually like that you call uh, your employees members. So they, they're members of the team. They feel included. They're not just resources or a number or something like that. So I do, I do like that a little.
1: No, I was going to say, you know, we, and, and there's a reason that we do that, you know, um, you know, members are are one of our main pillars within, within CGI. And, you know, as I kind of alluded to earlier, you know, members who are, uh, enjoy coming to work, doing their job are going to be more productive. And, you know, we want people who want to work for CGI, you know, not just have it be a job where they have to go to. But by doing that, we also want to make sure that you know, they're able to learn new skills and progress in their career. So CGI does, has a lot of things that we implement to make sure that we can do that for our members. Uh, you know We have a free training platform uh, where members can go on to CGI Academia, where they can log into and find many free training videos and whether it's books that they can access to read, provides a lot of training plans for them to get certifications, uh, so there's a lot of things that that CGI does uh, to help uh, promote our members and we want to hear from our members routinely as far as how they feel about working for the company and, and opportunities for training opportunities for recognition. We actually have a what we call a member satisfaction program uh, msap and what what that is is an annual survey of our members uh, where they They go in and and anonymously answer, and provide feedback for us in in different categories. And we're able to to take that information, aggregate that up and understand, you know, what areas that we need to improve on at the local level, as well as the larger corporate level as well. And and it also gives us a better understanding of what we're actually doing well too for our members. Uh, So then from there, we're able to, you know, either implement new programs or reinforce ones that are already in existence and continue doing some of the ones that we've been doing, just maybe doing them a little bit better. So, you know, we have a big investment in our members and by doing that, you know, CGI is going to benefit and so will our clients.
0: Tell me, as the center director in Waterville, are there any problems you have to deal with?
1: Well, let's go with the big one that we're dealing with right now, right? So we are in a Period that I don't think anybody could have—I want to say—predicted, but you know, could, wouldn't have you know figured that we would be in right now. And obviously, with the with the COVID pandemic that is going on, that's not something that that we were prepared for and prepared to happen. So, it, it presented very unique challenges for us. Obviously, priority number one was making sure our members are safe, uh, but we also had to make sure that we were still able to continue to provide outstanding service to our clients. You know, and that's not a small task when you consider the health and safety measures um, that, that need to be implemented. Fortunately, we have an outstanding team that was able to make this happen. We knew we would have to make sure we could, you know, obviously do uh, 100% remote work. Uh, and, and that's something that our, our, some members were already doing, but we did have some obstacles with that. And obviously, we have some projects that have some strict security requirements uh, for, for the clients that we're supporting. Uh, however, we were, you know, we were able to reach out to our clients and, and work with them to come up with a, a plan to prepare. Uh, and then when that decision came to go fully remote, you know, it was a very smooth transition. Uh, but, you know, the problems don't end there. We're still going through that. We still have to ensure the safety of our members. Uh, you know, right now our, our center is uh, not fully closed down, but uh, we, we have to limit the access to it. Uh, because we have to make sure that one if we're going to have members go in that we can you know implement, implement all the health and safety measures that we need to uh, but at the same time we have to make sure we're providing continuing to provide, provide that service for our clients so it, it's been it's been an uh, interesting last few months uh, but fortunately our members have been have been safe and you know our clients have been very satisfied with the work that we've been performing for them
0: yeah no one could have predicted a pandemic in 2020 <laughs> What types of decisions do you make? So as the sort of lead at this offshore center, what what, what decisions are you making?
1: Yeah, so uh, one of our main priorities, obviously, is to grow the center. So I have to make decisions that will best position the center for growth. You know, and that, that covers quite a bit when you think about it. You know, I have to make decisions to put our members in positions to best maximize their abilities, uh, to best support our clients, and to maintain that safe work environment I just mentioned. Uh, and also help their career grow. So, uh, you know, when hiring, I have to make sure you know we have the right people uh, that we bring on that will support our teams and our centers. And in regards to, say, business development, you know, I have to make sure our opportunity pursuit teams have the right information uh, and the right support to bring in these new clients, or um, or for existing clients, you know, extend those services that we're already providing. So. The day-to-day decisions that that I make really affect the center and affect our members. Uh, So I just have to make sure that the the center and our members are prepared uh, to to, uh, support our pursuit teams that are going to be bringing in that new business to generate that growth in the center.
0: And obviously, pandemic aside, what's something (laughs) else that challenges you? And it could be in work or in personal life.
1: Yeah, well, I would say a couple of things. You know, uh, growing our center is the number one uh, challenge. You know, it, it's it's easy to say I'm going to implement this. I'm going to implement this. We'll do this, and uh, it's just miraculously going to grow, right? There's always going to be challenges that affect the growth of the center. Whether that's um, you know, it, it, it could be we may not have uh, the right capabilities that they're looking for. Uh, the location is not uh, localized to where the client wants it to be. Uh, so there's a lot of many challenges that we have to overcome to kind of attract, to make the Waterville Center attractive for clients uh, to step out of. And, you know, and obviously it's it's finding the talent for the center as well. I would probably say that's one of the biggest challenges that we face. Uh, it's a challenge that a lot of companies face in the IT field or a lot of many different industries. And, you know, we we have to do, and when I say we, I mean, we in the state of Maine have to do better in Finding ways to uh, either train people uh, in the IT field uh, to create that talent pool locally here, or find or look in other other areas to to make that happen. But we really have to increase the talent pool here because it, it is difficult sometimes to find uh, those experienced, uh, talented professionals. Uh, so we have to we have to look for things to ways. For instance, we 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 partner with uh, Thomas College quite a bit. Uh, we're partnering with them right now to uh, implement a Salesforce boot camp to create that talent by training local members of the community up who are interested in a career with CGI and interested in a career in IT by training them for that specialized skill set and then being able to onboard them. So, growing the center and I would say finding that uh, talent that we're looking for is probably some of the things that challenges me the most.
0: Yeah, definitely. Att- attracting and retaining folks. Um... In the IT field and computing sector is definitely on my radar and that's part of why we do some of the programming we do and we do some of the partnerships that we do to make sure that people know about opportunities in Maine because they think they have to go to Boston or California and there are good jobs here. Um, Just it comes down to I don't know what I don't know. And so spreading the word and this this podcast will hopefully do that for
1: us. Well, that's why these that's why these partnerships are so important. Right. Understanding that what Project Login does, understanding what they do, the benefits that they do, making sure that they're aware that we exist. These are our needs that we're looking for so we can be supportive of each other. We have to not only have the, the immediate talent pipeline, but we have to be looking out for. That pipeline in the next two, four, six, eight years, uh, and we do that by getting involved in and, and programs such as Talent or Project Login, getting involved in um, stuff like the, S- the Waterville Cyber Panthers, putting computer science into our high schools, getting involved in STEM events, which typically focuses on those middle uh, middle grade students. So. We really have to make sure that we're focused on, you know, most of our students are able to utilize computers, utilize video games. We need to flip that script and get them to understand how to develop that, how to create that app instead of utilizing that
0: app. Yes. Uh,
1: and that's what we're, that, that's what we're focused
0: on. To be con- con- more than consumers, but creators of that. Exactly.
1: We need those talented people to create the next Facebook, to create the next, you know, um, software or training platform, whatever it, whatever it may be, uh, we need those people. And we have a lot of uh, you know, very, very smart students in, in, in the state of Maine, and, and we just need to provide them the tools so they can you know grow that expertise and, and hopefully become that next generation of IT professionals.
0: So to that end, what advice do you have for a young person looking to get into this field?
1: So and it's funny. I, I had a conversation um, not too long ago about this. I would, you know, in in the past in the IT field, I think you had skills were more specialized skill sets. They're focusing on basically one, almost one particular skill. And now I think you have to be good or knowledgeable in in multiple fields and skills. So you know i'm sure you've probably heard of the t person where you have you know a breadth of knowledge and and depth of experience and i think that's the way our industry is going you know technology you know becomes outdated very quickly uh, so you have to be constantly learning about the next thing it evolves rapidly so you have to stay ahead of that the best that you can so you know new people coming into the to the it field need to know it's constant it's about constant learning and adapting Uh, But that actually makes for an exciting career, right? Because you're going to learn a lot of different things. Uh, But by doing that, you're going to make yourself more marketable as well. Because when you go looking for that next step, maybe in your career, that's in in another location with another company or whatever, you're going to have, you know, a very broad skill set. And by doing that, you're going to make yourself more marketable. And I think those that are getting into the, the IT field, you know, don't just focus on, on one particular area. Try, try to look at those supporting skill sets that you can add to it as well.
0: Yeah, that's good advice. Can you tell me a little bit about what the company culture's like in Waterville?
1: So as I mentioned before, you know, we invest a lot in our members. Uh, CGI also invests a lot in making sure we have a great company culture. You know, diversity and inclusion is embedded into CGI's culture. Uh, You go out to our website and you will see that on page one on the main page of our website. So it it even says, you know, almost verbatim CGI is guided by a common dream to create an environment, which we enjoy working together, right. As owners contribute to building a company we can be proud of. We also call our members owners because 90, almost, I think 98% are, uh, we have a, we have a, some good benefits with some stock programs. So a lot of our members invest in the company. So they're, the owners of the company too. So, uh, but you know that common dream. You know, um, we pride ourselves on fostering a workplace environment in which we can actively create more opportunities for all of our members. You know, I mentioned the uh, member satisfaction uh, program as well, where we try to hear from our members, and I think by doing that, you know, we we create a a unique culture within CGI. Uh, one that is the acceptance uh, of. Everyone, you know, what we want is we're, we're looking for those uh, professionals with the right skill. And not only that, who are going to be supportive of our other members as well. We want, we want the work environment to, you know, we want everyone to be able to foster that morale to make it a great work environment. And CGI has a lot of programs where they help ensure that that happens. And, you know, even at the ground level at, at the center, it, it takes everyone to make sure that, that, that we have that as well. From how we hire to, you know, we want to hire the right people who are going to come in and, 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 and really support the morale of the center and be supportive of the other teams. So this is very important uh, to us. And, you know, if, if anybody goes out there and Google CGI, you'll see that across the globe, CGI is routinely awarded the top employer award. So I think uh, that, that almost uh, justifies, you know, or exemplifies a lot of the, the investment that CGI makes To making sure that the CGI is a great place to work.
0: So um, you mentioned a little bit I think about opportunities for students to learn about CGI. Do you guys do internships or job shadows or co-op opportunities?
1: We do we do we we do a lot of internships and and this is across CGI and, and and even local at the center as well and we've done job shadowing too. Um, Now, obviously, in the current environment, you know, we've had to postpone some of these opportunities uh, for the summer internships because we're all working remote. uh, And there's just some other added issues, you know, dealing with that. So, you know, as we as we get hopefully to, you know, pass this and get to back to somewhat a a normal environment, you know, we're going to go back to making sure we have those internships uh, and also some of the job shadowing as well. CGI also has a program. It's called uh, SOAR, and that stands for Strategic Onboarding, Assimilation, and Readiness Program. Uh, Interesting title. Um, (laughs) But that provides uh, college graduates an opportunity to learn and grow professionally. It's basically we put them through a few-week program um, for uh, qualified college graduates. We put them through that and and then basically hire them onto uh, full-time positions with CGI. And if anybody is interested in learning more about that program, uh, please feel free to go out to CGI.com as well, and you'll see that program listed on there.
0: Yeah, that's the first time I think I've heard about that one. Mm -hmm. I've heard about some of the other opportunities, but that's cool. Mm -hmm. Um, One thing I always like to ask our guests is, what's your favorite place in Maine?
1: Again, I'll I'll go uh, the the best uh, non-answer answer answer I I can say. So, I think it depends on the season, right? So in the summer, um, my family and I love going to, we love camping. So we, we like trying out a new, at least one new campground every year because uh, that allows us to see a lot of different places in Maine. So I would say in the summertime, I love going for camping. I love going up to Cathedral Pines, Mount Blue, uh, Peaks Kenny, some of the other state parks I think are really great. You know, we also like spending some time on the coast as well. So those coastal cities like Boot Bay Harbor, is one of our favorites too and then as we move into the fall and winter as we're going through now uh, I enjoy the Jackman area because'm I love going out hunting as well uh, and then obviously the many lakes in Maine for uh, ice fishing when we get into the winter months so it's about the best non answer answer I could give but uh, I would say a lot of places in Maine I really truly enjoy
0: no I kind of like it and I do like that we have you know four seasons. Um, I would recommend Federal Reserve Land in Hancock County as a place to camp for free. It's on Donnell Pond and you get to it on the backside through Sullivan and there's a place for you to park and you hike in and it's a very cool spot. It used to be my secret spot, but I think I've got the secret out too far.
1: (laughs) Well, the good thing is Maine has a lot of air, different areas to go camping in, right? Whether you want to go in the mountains of Western Maine, uh, more of the coastal side on um, down east, or even closer to more of the metro areas down into Portland area, there, there's a lot of places to camp around there. So it's a uh, summer season is great for that. Uh, but, you know, we just, we just really like doing a lot of day trips. So there's just a lot, a lot of, you know, really neat places to go in Maine and, you know, I've been here for seven years now, and I'm still, each year, I'm finding new places that I've never been to before, so it's, it's definitely a great state. Vacation lands uh, is a great term that serves it well.
0: Yeah, it's also a great place to live and work.
1: Absolutely, live and work in Maine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that brings us to the conclusion of the episode, but I, if you have any last parting words for students or pieces of advice, otherwise, they can go find you on cgi.com.
1: Absolutely. CGI.com. There's a lot of information out there that we have. If you're ever in the Waterville area and we're past the uh, uh, post-pandemic, please feel free to stop by up at our CGI uh, Waterville Center in downtown Waterville, Maine, which is a great place and great location for all of our members.
0: Well, thank you so much. Thank you.